Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello, Spiritual Trailblazer, and welcome to this podcast, episode number 142, Dream Talk. So before we get into today's topic, let's begin this episode the way we begin every episode with the art of gratitude. So I'm always thinking of really cool ways you can express gratitude, whether it's to someone else who we know, a stranger stranger or ourselves. And I thought, how about a small gesture, maybe a gift that only you can create, or maybe you can make someone their favorite tea, get them that favorite Danish from that uh, cafe or bakery that they love, maybe it's a little bit out your way, but you know that it would mean a lot to that person because they have uh, played a, an important factor in your life. Maybe you just admire them, many of things. Or maybe you just feel like intuitively that person needed uh, a cup of coffee and a chocolate croissant. Who knows? But give that, give that a try. I have received nice small gestures from friends, and, and I absolutely treasure it. I think that it is something um very magical when someone gives you something that they create and you also know that it's from the kindness of their heart. It's it's the most purest form of sincerity. So do that. Come up with a small gesture that you can do for someone. What I would be grateful for is if you were to rate and review this show on iTunes. This way, other amazing spiritual trailblazers like yourself can find me and connect with me. All right, so um, I would love it if you would do that, and so will uh, the other people who will join this spiritual trailblazer tribe. Now, if you want your voice to be known, maybe you had an aha moment, maybe there's something that you want me to talk more about, there are several ways you can do it, but I'm going to give you two. You can contact me via email, which is podcast at tiamariejohnson.com, or on Instagram, you will see a new episode alert post. You can post it there in the comment section. And my Instagram is Tia underscore Johnson underscore. And I want to tell you about this month's freebie. Actually, it's the second freebie for this month. And that is How to Live Unapologetically. It's a three-part video series that I filmed while in the Bahamas, guys. So that was a lot of fun to do. And that was one of the reasons why I did it there because it's just about just doing something, just really living unapologetically, you know, for your highest good. So in this video, you'll be focusing on three very important mindsets to live life accordingly, according to you, all right? So all you have to do is go to tiamariejohnson.com forward slash freebies, and you will be able to have access not only to that, but to all the other freebies of the past, all right? Last but not least, on the blog, the latest and the greatest. 
So if you're not on my email list, you probably don't know about this week's blog post. That's why you got to get on the list. <laughs> so every Monday, there's a new post on the Spiritual and Empowerment Living blog. And this week's post is 10 best spiritual practices you can do in under 10 minutes. And the reason why I came up with this is because at a recent talk uh, I gave, a lady asked me what are some things that she can do uh, spiritually on the spot right there, you know, and part of the reasoning behind that question is what if someone's at work and someone gets on your nerves, what can you do? You're at a, you're at a meeting, okay? You can't just walk up and or walk out, excuse me, and, you know, get some fresh air. Sometimes you can't do that. So what can you do? And also under 10 minutes. <laughs> so check that out. Go to blog.tmariejohnson.com. And no worries if you're driving or, you know, you're brushing your teeth, you're listening to this Thursday morning, no worries. I will post the links in the description for this episode. So don't worry about having to write it down. So March is Spiritual Wellness Month. And I wanted to touch on various spiritual um, topics. So we even we I even discussed a little um, controversial topic in the last episode, spirituality versus religion. Is it wrong? Is spirituality wrong? So, you know, check that out, episode 141. So I figured this time let's shift gears and talk about dreams, our nighttime dreams. And uh, so – this is one of my favorite topics. I am a gateway dreaming practitioner, which means that I help you not only understand your dreams and how they relate to your waking life's issues and concerns, but I help you to prep for your dreams. I help you to understand, um, just, just break down a lot of things that are involved with dreams. It just goes on and on and on, really. So, also, my grandmother used to uh, interpret dreams, and I will tell you about that in a, in a whole other podcast because it's really cool. She's she's one of the main reasons why I started entertaining um, the thought of understanding dreams. So dream talk, our nighttime dreams. I want you to know that when we are dreaming of something, this is our subconscious talking to us, meaning that our conscious mind, all right, so we're walking down the street. We are downloading so much information, whether you realize it or not, okay? You know, advertisements, people walking by, cars going here and there, everything. Our mind is just picking up on everything. And it's funny because I'm moving my hands around. You can't see it. <laughs> but our mind is just constantly downloading things, and we're figuring out, or our mind is figuring out, What's good? What's uh, like, you know, junk? You just toss it away. You forget about it. You know, all, all these crazy things. So at nighttime, we're going to sleep and our subconscious is like, oh, okay, it's my time to shine. Now, let's go and do some damage or have an adventure, you know, depending on if you have a nightmare or a really cool dream. And so say, uh, for example, you had a nice day at work. No problems. It was good. It's a good day. You come home, and then you see the cable bill. You're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. You know what? I met 
to switch cable companies. The bill's too expensive. You know, I'm sick of this. I'm going to cancel it. That's it. I'm not even going to switch. I'm going to cancel. I'm going to get Hulu and Netflix and call it a day. All right. Now your finances are on your mind. Okay. And that travels on to when it's time to go to bed. And now you're sleeping. And what may happen, a, a very high probability of you having a dream about finances, that's what's going to happen. So it's your subconscious coming up and saying, hey, we have some very serious concerns about our finances. So let me demonstrate to you the root of that concern or maybe uh, if you have a premonition dream, you know, an answer, see how this plays out. It's going to be okay. And how we interpret this is via the the themes, so the colors, the archetypes, okay, the environment. It's all symbolic. That's the language of dreams, okay? And I know that's a lot of information, but just bear with me. <laughs> a common question that I – or excuse me, not a common question. What I'm commonly told is that I don't remember my dreams. And here's the thing. Everyone has dreams. Not everyone remembers them. So while some people say, I don't remember my dreams, they know that they have them. They may have like a little Snapchat, maybe like three-second or ten-second glimpse. Some people believe that they don't have dreams. So I just want to put that out there. So if you're just like, ah, I don't know, Tia, I feel like when I go to sleep, it's just blank nothing and I wake up. Trust me, you are dreaming. But before we dive even further into the dream talk, I want to take a few steps back and talk about the sleep process. And I just want to touch just on three things, okay, just to get you started. And like I said earlier in this episode, if you want me to talk more about this, I gladly will. But I wanted to just put out there three uh, aspects of preparing for sleep that I, I thought were very important. So, what are you drinking before you go to bed? Now, I know some people have their nightcap of wine. Hey, I am not judging. But it's best to know what works for you because that wine may not be good for you before you go to bed, whereas someone else can drink the wine and they still have the most vivid dreams. Everyone is different, okay? And that's what you're going to learn more and more as you dive deeper into spirituality is that, you're going to have very unique experiences. You may read something where someone says they don't eat meat, they don't uh, um, eat food with any dairy, okay, and then, and you know, it's been working for them, and then you may read about someone else who's very spiritual, and they eat meat, and they drink alcohol. So everyone's very unique. I just want to put that out there. For example, I can drink coffee at night because – Sometimes coffee does put me to sleep. It never stimulates me to the point where I am like, oh, my God, I'm up and it's 3 a.m. and that. I am, I'm a night owl. <laughs> okay, long before I had developed a love for coffee and you know, all these other drinks that have, you know, caffeine or whatever in it to, to keep you up, long before that, I was staying up late. 
way past midnight, okay? I'm a natural night out. So how I found out that coffee put me to sleep was one night, <laughs> an undergrad um, at LaSalle University from an undergrad, I was studying for an accounting test, and I decided to make a cup of coffee because that's what coffee does, right? It keeps us up. It stimulates us. I found, I woke up to my face in the book. <laughs> so I was on, on my bed reading the book, Lays Cross, and I just woke up to, you know, face plant, boom, accounting book. So, <laughs> and that's not the only time it happened. So, but it depends with me. Sometimes if it's nighttime, I'm kind of in a chill mode. I drink a cup of coffee that winds me down even more. Now in the morning time where I'm not really so much in chill mode, but like, oh my gosh, let me get ready for people. Then coffee works that way. So it's probably a mental thing as well. But anyway, what are you drinking before you go to bed? The optimal thing to drink is really water. Okay, water is um, very healing. It helps you with your regeneration process because um, our body is always going through, you know, some healing process or shedding, like our skin sheds, I believe, every seven days or stuff like that. That's why you're supposed to wash your sheets at least once a week, <laughs> okay, things like that. All right, so you can drink tea. I like to drink peppermint tea at night sometimes and read a book. And that just soothes me, it calms me down, it eases me into sleep mode. Some people can drink tea. So figure out what works for you. But what are you drinking before you go to bed, okay? And give yourself about an hour, you know, of drinking this before you go to bed so you can go to the bathroom. Some people, <laughs> when I tell them this, they cringe like, what if I wake up and have to go to the bathroom and my dream is ruined? Do it an hour before you go to bed, okay? <laughs> Next. What does your room look like? So my room is painted purple. Actually, it's two different colors of purple, but I guess due to the lighting, it looks like all one shade of purple. And naturally, of course, I picked something called like Wizard's Purple. So it's like really mystic. And then I went and got uh, Martha Stewart's glitter paint. Yes, if you are following me on Instagram, you know that I am fueled by glitter. <laughs> And I painted some areas with this beautiful, glittery, purple color, so my bedroom was like a sanctuary. Now, my office is red, okay? The walls are painted red. Red is my favorite color. It's blazing. It promotes creativity and passion. I'm excited, and I get ideas in here, okay? So which, what will be best for you in your bedroom is to have cool colors, now, some people don't do that. I watch HGTV all the time with my mom. We love the Property Brothers, okay? <laughs> and, you know, when certain master bedrooms get made, it's, it's more of a neutral color, you know? So if that's what works for you, again, carry on. But what you really want are the blues, the purples, the silvery color, because that's also like a nighttime color. Okay, something like that that can just calm you down and ease you into sleep. You don't want bold colors because that stimulates you, right? <laughs> and also, is your room cluttered? Is it neat? You know, do you have soft lighting in there for a little ambiance? What does it look like as a whole? It's supposed to be very comfortable 
for you, okay? And please do not discount a room being neat, okay? I know things happen, and you're probably like, well, Tia, I'm busy, and yada, yada, yada. I know. I totally get that. But just try to keep up with having uh, a room that's um, easy on the eye, okay? You may even want to invest in a feng shui book, okay, to help you with that process. And the last point about uh, preparing for dreams, for sleep, what are your final thoughts before going to bed? Remember where I made the reference about the cable bill? Well, also this has to do with having your TV on. Now, I understand some people need to have background noise. My pop-pop started in Vietnam. He could not sleep without at least having the TV on the the slightest volume, like one, two, or three. He needed that in the background. I totally, totally get it if you need some background noise. Just turn down the volume. That's all. Just turn it down so you can hear a little mummer or whatever, Okay. But do know that your final thoughts and whatever is on a TV will seep into your your dreams, okay? And sometimes even I forget this. I would watch a show, and then I, I would just fall asleep. I didn't realize how tired I was, and I would wake up to a rerun of, of Saved by the Bell. Literally, I was dreaming of Zach. <laughs> so... You know, and I woke up, I'm like, oh, oh, my God, it's saved by the bells on <laughs> Duh, of course. So, you know, just be careful with that. Don't watch zombie movies. Don't watch something scary. Don't watch anything horror. You know, even be cautious with sci-fi. Watch something that's very neutral, you know, like HGTV. <laughs> okay? And if you are having thoughts about life pop up, you know, your job situation, relationships, um, you know, your your physical health, whatever, write it all down. So, and I'll talk about this a little bit more about having a pen and pad by on, on your nightstand. Just write it out. Get it out your mind really quickly or record it on your phone really quickly. Just get it out of your mind, onto the paper, onto the phone so you have a clear mind. Okay? So, Here's what I want you to do. Have a pen and pad on your nightstand. I just was talking about that. Because when you wake up from your dream, you need to write this down as soon as possible because you will forget it. Unless you train yourself to remember, okay, or if you train yourself to, uh, when it comes to remembering, if you train yourself to think, okay, when I wake up, I will remember my dream in its entirety. Or I will have triggers that will remind me of my dream. That works well, too. So you might hear a song or someone say a word, and boom, you remember parts of your dream. Okay, but you need to train yourself to do that. So in the beginning, just have a pen and pad on the nightstand, and when you wake up, don't jump up, okay, because that can jolt everything, okay, and cause you to forget, just, you know, wake up, sit up, or roll over and write it down. If you have a nightmare, you probably will jump up. That's different. You're not going to forget a nightmare, (laughs) okay? I want you to also set the attention to dream, okay? So for those people who are 
you know, telling me, yeah, I don't have any dreams or I have this one dream and that's it. Set the intention to have a dream. Dreams are fun and they have a lot of answers, okay? And that's with anything else, right? If you want something, you have to set the intention for it and then follow through. So set the intention to have dreams that you will remember. So you will say, I will have dreams that I will remember. I will have amazing dreams that I will remember. I will have premonition dreams that I will remember, okay? So that's that portion of what I would love for you to do. And you can even um, send me a note on or message me on Instagram like, hey, Tia, you know, I said this and this is what happened. Or you can just hop onto my private Facebook group, which is Spiritual and Empowerment Living, and it's the and sign, Empowerment Living. And you can just, you know, post it there if you wanted to be a little bit more private, Okay. So I want to talk a little bit more about the common questions I get asked because I'm sure this is on your mind as well. A lot of times I get, what does fill in the blank mean? So what does this mean? I, had, I jumped off a monkey and the monkey was dancing. I jumped off a cat. The cat was on my kitchen uh, countertop. Uh, you know, I, I dreamt that uh, I walked into this room and everything was pitch black. What does that mean? Well, this is twofold here. Okay, there's the universal meaning. Universal meaning the the definition is universally accepted no matter if you are someone from Australia, the UK, the United States, China, Canada, it doesn't matter. It's universally accepted. And an example I could give you is um, the archetype of the mother, right? It, it will usually come in the form of an older woman in your dream, a motherly figure at least, okay, or a sage, a wiser, older, wiser person, older, wiser guy sometimes is portrayed as having a beard, you know, and having some wrinkles in his face. That's universally accepted, okay? So there are some archetypes that are universal, all right? No one protested. It's what's understood then there's what's what resonates with you like your cultural meaning for example in some cultures a white rose means forgiveness and in other cultures it means innocence so if you are dreaming of a white rose if you say hey tia i had a dream that john gave me a, a white rose well, when I talk to my clients, I ask them a lot of questions to help break down the dream. But one of the first things I would say to you is, what does a white rose mean to you? Okay? I don't just say, oh, a white rose is this, because dreams are, the language of dreams is symbolic. Okay? So what does it mean to you? And then we'll move over to, if it applies a universal definition. So keep that in mind, okay? So when you go on these websites and you want to find out why was a pig eating a pie in your dream and the definition doesn't resonate with you, that's why. Because there are so many definitions that, that can be applied per the culture, Okay, per whatever. So you have to do a little bit more digging, but start with what it means to you. All right. 
another common or qu common questions I receive are, you know, I was being chased. What does that mean? I was flying. What does that mean? I was falling. What does that mean? All these are action things, okay? And it doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. So, no, you're not going to die if you hit the ground. You know, it, you know you're not Superman if you're flying or Superwoman. That would be cool. <laughs> and if you're being chased, that's also not necessarily a bad thing. It could be something that you're running away from. It could be something trying to get your attention, but you're too afraid. An example could be maybe you're falling in, falling in love with a guy, and he loves you, but you are terrified because all your life you have seen people fail in, in relationships. You don't believe that a great relationship is possible. You just haven't seen it. You're afraid to be that vulnerable. You're like, no, and you're running. But in your dream, it's just a shadowy figure. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm being chased by this figure. I don't, I, I don't know what it is. It's just a, a silhouette or something. Okay, it being a shadow, shadowy figure, a silhouette figure, means that it's something in the shadows, right, because it's dark, trying to come out in the light, but you're running away from it, and it's trying to catch up with you. But you don't really know that because it's in the dark and it's scary, right? So that's some of the things that uh, I look at when it comes to dreams. Okay, flying could mean that you're trying to soar to new heights. Um, sometimes in this, I'll jump ahead a little bit, people have out-of-body experiences, okay, where they can see themselves sleeping. So like a projection going on there. And, again, that's we can go down a rabbit hole with that one. But um, – also, it can mean that you're trying to escape from something. You're just like, you know what, I'm out of here, gone. Whew. I wish I could fly away like the commercial, cow guy, take me away. <laughs> or if you're falling, it could mean that you're finally taking the leap, you know, and, and maybe you have some doubts about it. A lot of things could be uh, an answer about falling. Next is, uh, I can't move, but I'm conscious. So you're awake, but you can't move. This is that weird period where you are slowly waking up, but your body hasn't caught up with you, your mind. So when we go to sleep, our body goes into this mode where um, if we're running in a dream, we're actually not physically running. Some people don't have this, um, this ability, which, which is why they sleepwalk. Okay, but our body has, uh, you know, a mechanism that allows us to not move <laughs> in certain ways. All right, so if you're flying, you are just flying in your dream. You're not leaping off your your dresser. Okay, so that's what that is. You're you're waking up and your body's just catching up with you. And I hate when that happens. The worst feeling. And I want to wrap this up with common themes. Okay, like colors. Uh, people and what they represent in your dream. And, you know, sometimes people have the same dream each time of the year or, or the same dream during a, a certain time of the year. So with colors, this one you can easily look up and it's safe for you to um, interpret, meaning that um, you won't have to force a definition to apply to you. So if you're dreaming of red, we know red is associated with passion, love, you know, uh, sensuality, creativity. Uh, if you are seeing the color blue, 
Blue can be in relation to water, and water is related to intuition. So you can, again, make connections there or the sky. You know, maybe that's your favorite color. So it, it's it's very um, nice when you can look at a color and think, okay, the main theme of this dream was the color blue. And, you know, let me get to understand why blue is there. Maybe I'm not paying attention to myself. What I love to do, because blue is my favorite color, I used to surround myself with blue all the time, right, as an example. But now you don't surround yourself with blue. You totally changed, and you're not happy. So people and what they represent. Sometimes we dream of people, a sister, a father, a cousin, a brother, and they are not themselves in the dream or what they represent to you is why they are appearing in the dream. So if you admire your dad, right, maybe he's your hero, all right, he may appear in a dream as a hero. So, yes, that is your dad, but he may be helping you to get get out of a situation in your dream. So he's like the hero. That's what I'm saying. So in these dreams, don't just look at the person who's in a dream. Look at what they represent to you because that can also apply to the definition of why they're there and that it will help you to understand a waking life concern. All right, so back to the dad dream, maybe you need to consult your dad about a situation you're going through, okay, but maybe you don't want to talk to him about it because your ego. Maybe you moved to another city for a job, it's not working out, and now you need some financial help, okay? Who knows? And last part here, the same dream around the same time of the year. You have to ask yourself, what's really going on here. Some people have come to me and we have to dig with this one because sometimes it's painful. So if you having a dream a certain time of the year, maybe that's when a loved one passed or maybe it's the anniversary of a car accident. Um, maybe it's just, you know, something that happened that you mentally blocked out. Okay. So Really think about that. Or it, this could be something you're nervous about, like that holiday season. People get really nervous because you have to deal with family members that you rather not <laughs> be in the presence of and all that jazz. So maybe you have a dream that is just uh, addressing your anxiety, okay? So that's that. So a, a quick recap. Our dreams are our subconscious relaying some information to us. Our, our subconscious is trying to have a conversation with us, and the language is symbolic, okay? It doesn't matter if you're talking Spanish, Italian, Greek, <laughs> symbolic uh, some, uh, symbols. That's the language of dreams. Be mindful what you're drinking before you go to sleep. Be mindful of how your room is set up. Make sure your final thoughts are clear, okay, pad on your nightstand, set the intention to dream and to remember those dreams, don't jump out of bed in haste, 
understand that multiple meanings can be applied to a character, okay, for example. And there's also universal meanings for certain archetypes and other uh, themes. And you can do a lot of research on that too. You can you can Google universal dream archetypes, for example. If you're being chased, if you're flying, if you're falling, don't be afraid, okay? Just take a deep breath and understand what I was talking about earlier, how that applies. If you can't move and you're conscious, it's just your body trying to catch up with your mind. And some people do have outer body experiences, and you can also Google that. As I was saying earlier, that that's a that can be a podcast of it in itself, <laughs> podcast episode. Uh, common themes, you know, the color, the people, what they represent, and the same dream you have during the same time of year. So those are some of the the topics that I get asked often about dreams. That's why I wanted to have this episode, so that way this can be a reference for you guys. And, uh, again, if you have any questions, you can always contact me, and I'll be happy to uh, create possibly another episode where I can dive even deeper into a particular one. All right, so many blessings to you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day filled with many blessings. Be nice to yourself, okay? And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.